Hello. Hello. And welcome back to a just like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> just like why? Why am I here? My name is Luke Greaves and I am the hand between the steam and the sauna. And I am Melita Gandam and I've just come back from a focus group for a new pilot that's maybe going to be showing on HBO Max. And just like that, cancelled. Welcome back to Trick or Treat. Oh, we're in October now. We've moved on. The kids were going to summer camp and now we are being thrown into October. We're falling into fall. We're falling into fall. <laughs> and just like that, we... Um, Miranda's being woken up by her 5 alarm, five a.m. alarm. She has to get home to her 19-year-old son to make breakfast for them. And I did a little Google, because obviously, like, chosen Hudson Yards, as I always say. Hudson Yards. And the, um, the, what would you call it, the idents in between? It's just, like, Hudson Yards yeah. station. So it's quite shoved down our throats this episode. And it's like, how long does it take her to commute? Uh, it takes an hour for her to go back to, I'm assuming which she's in Bushwick, or like a very bougie Brooklyn. neighbourhood. Um, but Brady is not waking up at 6am. Is he fuck? Brady is waking up at Brady doesn't have a job, yeah. yeah. No job, no prospects, no friends, I imagine. Literally. No girlfriend, confirmed. Oh yeah, true. Um, so why is she like rushing off at 5am? It's so silly. Honestly, you have a day off. Um, And this is... um. um you see Che visibly annoyed that she's been woken up by Miranda's 5am alarm. Um, but yeah, like, it's not a big deal. You just sleep through it. Everyone's just got sleep. partners when yeah. the alarms go off and it's... Yeah, have a wank, go back to sleep. Uh, but when we listen to the Writer's Room podcast, it's like, so this podcast is probably like an hour and a bit long. And they spent a solid 10 minutes talking about Che's t-shirt, which oh is like a God. Georgia O queef t-shirt. And they're like... Um, it's just not funny. And then, like, on the writer's room, they were saying that they wanted it to change seasons, so to, like, reference that, like, the time has passed. And then they were talking about, they were like, oh, they didn't want, in, they want, they didn't want relationships to end too quickly. Obviously, they're referencing Che and Miranda. Like, they haven't broken up yet, but, like, it feels inevitable. It feels like it's coming. Yeah. Like, they've, they feel like they'll have had a good run because the run happened over... A f- season, which I think is probably a year and a bit now. We're probably getting into yeah. they did that massive time thing in that episode. Oh yeah, yeah. The mid- midway to the season last time, where they did the whole um, seasons change thing with Carrie yeah, writing, writing in the window. In the window, yeah. Um, so they're kind of like pushing the story along, so it kind of feels like a bit a bigger blow. But me and Luke were talking about this, and we were like, "Has Che even met Brady yet? Because surely." Is a bigger part of Miranda's life now. Yeah, totally. Um, especially if they're pushing the whole like time thing. Um, but it still feels like they're in the early like kind of like hooking up phase. Yeah, it does. Um, a bit interesting. Then Miranda's like going all the way to Brooklyn to make the breakfast that um, does not need to be made. Yeah, so by probably like so she's had to sing six a.m. till about two thirty p.m. when Brady does come downstairs. <laughs> Um, and she's carving a pumpkin, she's made pancakes, which have been preheating in the oven for about seven hours. As if I don't fucking carve a pumpkin. No one is carving that pumpkin. And it's kind of a thing, oh yeah, and then um, in the writer's room they're like, oh yeah, Brady's got Miranda's sarcasm. It's like, well, you've completely rewrote Miranda, so <laughs> which Miranda are you talking about? Like, is it Miranda or, and just like that Miranda. And they're like, oh, if he's, if he's that sarcastic before his coffee, what is he like after his coffee? So it's like, There's so middle-aged people writing about kids. 
They know nothing. And then me and Mel, like, obviously remember when um, Steve and Miranda are, like, doing the fingering in the kitchen. (laughs) And then I was saying, I think it'd be quite good, like, if they brought, if, like, Steve and Miranda had, like, another go, like, Miranda's broken up with Che, and then she's like, oh, fuck it, I'll give Steve another whack. Yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to see what happens with that, because I feel like they're kind of rolling out a breakup. Yeah, definitely. Then we're with um, Carrie and Miranda, like the fancy dress Halloween party. Carrie's dressed up as Helen Gurley Brown, who was the original um, editor at Cosmo. And like they were seen in the Writers Room podcast, the original outfit for Carrie's supposed to be Coco Chanel. And she said that it was like been done and it's like she wanted like a different um, costume. And I was like, as if Sarah Jessica Parker's like even admitting like that yeah. this like writing's like lazy. <laughs> yeah, like Coco Chanel is so cancelled. She's a Nazi. She's a Nazi. She's a Nazi. Actually, I quite like that they used his hello. Imagine that Gary dressed up as a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're not surprised. Very Harry. It's a very Carrie thing to do. Very ha- Prince Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Nepo babies. Um... Charlotte's dressed up as somebody from the Americans, and so is Harry. Um, some TV show that, obviously, like, Michael Patrick King was, like, obsessed with. That just didn't cross the Atlantic. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny. It's funny because Mar- Charlotte would not do this. Charlotte would not come to a fancy dress party dressed... In jeans. In jeans and a... Horrible top. top. Yeah. <laughs> uh, regardless of how much she loves a TV show, she'd probably just... Uh, I think, yeah. yeah, I feel like she would want to get dressed up. Like, she dresses up so fabulously. Why would she dress up, like, Yeah, and nonce? especially when we're showing the other girls as well. We've seen Naya and LTW, and they just look extraordinary. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they look so good. Then we're with LTW and Anthony, like, dancing. They have, like, such a cute chemistry, like... Even from, like, the last episode when they were at brunch and then Carrie's, like, got COVID and so it doesn't come, I was like, oh, it's nice that they have Anthony and, like, mm. LTW again. Uh, this is the first time we have all, like, seven characters all together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then, like, Mel was saying, like, they don't even reference uh, all of them together. And you... I, I don't think there's actually one scene where they're all in one frame together, either. Yeah, yeah, true. It's all disjointed, but they're in the same situation together. In the same building. Um, yeah, and... Uh... <laughs> You can't. Miranda stands up like a sore thumb. She just looks so. She looks so mummy. Random. Yeah. She stood next to Naya, who's dressed up as like um, Catwoman, and then Miranda's just look like she's in a completely different climate with a scarf and yeah. like her like oh, big like knitted jumper on. And it's worth noting that um, Cynthia Nixon directed this episode, um, so it's quite interesting that it's a properly it's, it's done on purpose that it's just she's standing out and looking so frumpy. Which is not Miranda. Miranda no, is not Pompey. Definitely not. Um, then uh, Herbert turns up um, without his outfit because um, he said he didn't want to be dressed, like seen dressed as George Washington. Um, and LTW is like dressed like fabulously like Frankenstein's like wife. Um, and then he's like, I need to be like really serious if I'm going as like councilman, whatever, townhouse thingy. Mm. Um, uh, like, and then on the. Writers Room Podcast, they were saying that, like, um, black men can't really dress up, like, um, stuff like like this if they want to be taken seriously in, like, office or, like, in a corporate environment, which was, like, a, an interesting touch point. Um, just a bit boring. 
yeah. <laughs> yeah, they kind of, we had a bit of an LTD, LTW-centric uh, show for the most of the season. And yeah. this one is just kind of like, oh, we need to include her, but we can't really be bothered. So we'll just yeah. make up the storyline that they'd, um, they can't, they just... They can't dress up, yeah. which is fine. But she looks bloody stunning. That's what we care about. Yeah, exactly. So, um, also before, um, we also had the discussion with the four girlies earlier where they were talking about um, dating. And I think they're going to give a hotel bar a go. So we're going to go to a hotel bar and find a man. Get those Cosmos. Get those £16 Cosmos. <laughs> is it a seamer idea that they're going to go... Yeah, I think so, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's a case of like a dine and dash. So you just get your get Cosmo, get your shag, and then you yeah. can go home. Yeah, go. Yeah, and then far up you come. Then Anthony goes up to sexy Greek mythologic man, hail Spartacus. I'd recognize those sides anywhere. Mm-hmm, and then he's like, "Oh, you're a little faggot like me at this strange <laughs> party." Um, and then he's like, "Like me, pulling out the hand, the sauna, he's a steam." coming out of the steam at the sauna, giving her a little handy. Then Cleopatra's wife comes up and he's like, this is my wife. And I think Cleopatra, the wife, defo knows he's getting tossed off at the gym and like fucking yeah. little boys around. She's just like, yeah, whatever. I said this, so like the, the outfit choice is really interesting because if like the Cleopatra, she's Cleopatra and she knew her husband was straight, he would be Caesar, he would be like a random centurion. Wasn't Caesar a faggot as well though? Probably, yeah, in like ancient Roman Aren't Greece, it's quite normal to like her sleep Suck with men. Suck a dick. Yeah. Um, Carrie's dancing. Not much to talk about. This they're place, raving. Though. They're having a toffee apple. A bit random. A bit. Um... I don't even want to talk about. Yeah, fair. <laughs> LTW is with George Washington. They sat on, on top of each other. It's pretty boring. LTW doesn't have much of a story arc this episode, like we said. Uh, then... And she's written out. And she's out. She's and just out. like that, she's gone. And then uh, Charlotte and Harry are watching the Americans, and then Rock. Rudely interrupts their favorite TV show, exclaiming <laughs> that um, Ralph Lauren has just scouted them at the skater park. Don't, don't, don't see Ralph Lauren going down the non-binary route yet. Um, so we had this discussion, and we were like, "What brand would uh, <laughs> Rock get scouted for?" And I said, "Sketches or Crocs." Yeah, I think Sketches, Crocs, or oh yeah, definitely Crocs or um, Converse. Converse, maybe. yeah. There's no Ralph Lauren is it's like Tommy Hilfiger in my mind. Yeah, He's like a rich white dude straight, who makes yeah. um, clothes for like skinny people. Oh my god, definitely. Uh, who just do not deviate from the Have norm. Have you seen um, Ralph Lauren's like boyfriend? No. Oh my god, he's like a thirty-year-old like hot like hench guy. Like, Ralph Lauren looks like he's like. No, no, no. Like, Ralph Lauren looks like he's, like, dead. He's, like, so, so old. It's him yeah. or Tommy Hilfiger. Same difference. Oh, fair, yeah. They look like they're about to die. Yeah, fair. Um, Ralph Lauren once... Um, I was fucking this guy who dated Stifler from American Pie. And then he went to Ralph Lauren's party. And then Ralph Lauren, like, asked to, like, bring the guy I was fucking back to his bedroom. And Stifler didn't get asked. And oh, Stifler was no. really upset. And Stifler's a big closet gay. Oh, is, oh, is, yeah. he, is he gay? Bye. Apparently. Oh, allegedly. 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 Yeah. Do not sue me. Um, yeah. Be nice if they... Yeah, get Crocs in this. <laughs> so I feel like that rock um, storyline is just to be a vehicle for like, oh, Charlotte's interesting. 
Um, but it's just a bit of a random storyline. Then we're with the uh, three women. I like this scene with Naya, Kahari, and yeah, Seema. They have like cute. a good chemistry. Yeah, they do. They look really cute. And they feel like more like the Sex and City girls and Charlotte and Miranda do. So it's yeah, nice. They're agreed. like drinking their cosmos and they all get hot on like really quickly. Um, then they're talking about how many dicks they've seen. And then Naya's only seen two dicks because she's been with Andre since college. And Seema's like, oh, I've seen enough. And then Carrie's like, including the ones they saw today on the subway too. <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice to get a body count. I'm going to sound like a man on Twitter, but always get a But no, they, they, they uh, wrote it quite well. Just like, oh, you, man, you can keep up now. Um, yeah, Seema getting hit on by this like semi-attractive Guy. <laughs> he, he looks like a Baldwin. He looks like he looks like a Baldwin. That's what I thought. Yeah, so true. There's something about him. He has his guilt behind his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> He's fucked over his door. I'm for sure. You know, there's something coming. There's something shady coming. Defo, and he asked her to mention his gin. That would put me off. I think. Um, would you do a person who works in sales? No, would you? No, there's uh, somebody who knows a lot of people in sales. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. No offence. No offence, everybody. <laughs> you work in sales, get hit. And then Naya gets hit on by, I think he's called Ian. To, oh, yeah. yeah My name is Ian. Ian. Hi, Ian. Hi, Ian. Ian is way too hot for that kind of name. Yeah. This is the hottest <laughs> chemistry, I think, throughout the show, like, since Samantha. Like, this is super mm-hmm, hot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were beautiful together. Yeah, definitely. And then we've got some gorgeous foreplay. Shoes on the hotel bed. This is Seema's... I think this is Seema's hotel... This is Seema's house. Oh, it's Seema's house. Yeah. yeah. It looks like a hotel, like, so much. Yeah, it does, but I, I have against outdoor clothes on my bed. So oh, yeah, yeah, no, disgusting. Um, Seema's um, riding whatever the side character's name is. Um, and then he's like, oh, I need to bring out my dick pump because I have an e- ED. When he said ED at first, I was like, has he got an eating disorder? <laughs> he just drinks nettle gin nonstop. <laughs> That's my sister. Oh, Zempic. And then he's just drank so much nettle gin that you can't get it up. Oh, bless him. And then I was thinking about that. I was like, this guy just carries his dick pump everywhere. What an icon. Hey, he definitely is gay. Maybe he's, he just needs to go to the store and get tossed off by him. Yeah. <laughs> And also, would you do that? Would you get them to watch? Maybe this is a conversation we'll have. We'll, we'll look back in 30 years and see what the, the, the series yeah. because um Also, just take Viagra. Like. Yeah. And it, <laughs> why is it like a bike pump? It's telling you the PSI of what's going in. <laughs> then the, we're, we're with Che playing the video games. Yeah, so shit, Che's in their Hudson Yards apartment, surrounded by far too many young people, a Nintendo Switch, and... Plenty of weed, but no papers. Honestly. And then we were saying, Jay admits that they're 40, admits, says that they're 46 in this episode. What 46-year-old is smoking weed till 3 a.m. with, like, five other people? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, like, you're doing coke, you're not smoking weed. And, like, also too tired. Like, yeah. no, grow up. Um, Miranda's a, a shadow of herself in this bed. Like, Miranda... Get some self-respect and get some Botox. You look awful this oh, episode. No. <laughs> I guess some ear- earplugs do work. I'm an earplug connoisseur. I love them. Wear them all the time. So Ooh, it's just like they don't work. It's like you're choosing to make them work. You've got to scrunch them up and shove them in. Oh, Nia's, uh, Naya's leaving the modern hotel where they're all at the having drinkies. Um, then Carrie's taking a call from Seema and she's talking about the dick pumping man. Then Carrie 
gets slightly run over by um, <laughs> this guy called George who's wearing maroon cargo trousers. It is a bit mad because she's telling us to get out of the way, but he could have used his brakes and he so he just like, used slid. He did a bit of a skiddy skid. Maybe he just wanted to sue her. Arm. Yeah, he needed a bit of funding for his app. Oh, yeah, defo. Um, yeah, this guy looks minging at first, but he gets hotter as the episode progresses, thankfully. Yeah, Carrie takes George to the emergency room. Another side character, George gets a call from his partner. No! No. Not my partner, my business partner. <laughs> Sorry, I said partner. And that's actually quite a controversial thing, because when people used to say partners, because they had, like, um, remember, yeah. in a heterosexual, heteronormative. Oh, yeah, outside the heteronormative. But now hetero people love saying the partner as yeah, well. Yeah, embarrassing. seem, like, queer. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. I'm just kidding. Um, also, did you think he looked really uh, not hot when he was on his bike, and then all of a sudden he's he in his office? And he's so hot, hot when he took those glasses off. He was so hot. He's so hot. So hot. He kind of feels like a, a well, controversial, I was going to say Aiden diet version, but you hate Aiden. So Aiden, if like Aiden was, Aiden. like, on steroids or something, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and then he I, got, if he, like, Aiden got jaw surgery, like, got a jaw, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then just became a very more attractive person than Aiden actually is. <laughs> I think this guy, George and um, Carrie have a really good, like, chemistry. I they think it's really do. cute. They look great together They look well. really good, yeah. Yeah, really good seems... Yeah, he seems to, like, be able to put up with her bullshit because he has a lot of bullshit. So. I don't think he's... I think he's not really listening to her as well. Oh, yeah, perfect. <laughs> you have to disassociate. Yeah, filter out a little bit. She's obviously filtering out everyone else around her, so it works out quite well. The obsession with, like, using video calls, though, is kind of annoying me. Like, nobody mm-hmm. takes this many video calls, mm-hmm, like... Mm-hmm. Just be like, no. Just a text will suffice. Text would suffice. Or just like audio call. Like. Uh, then rocks with um, mummy and daddy talking about the photo shoot with Ralph Lauren. Um, Harry's freaking out that it's going to be a big pedo shoot. Pedo um, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> and then me and Mel were saying, like, where's Lily on this episode? Like, justice for Lily. Lily's changed to a key- chained to a keyboard. And uh, Lily was obviously After not the, casted. The stunt she pulled a few episodes ago. Oh, Charlotte yeah. Uh, maybe she's writing her EP. Charlotte I feel like Sarah Ramirez's <laughs> EP we were playing earlier. Um, yeah, this this storyline's quite random. Um, bring back Lily, justice for Lily. And also, funny, Lily's, um, the actress, is 27. You're joking. Um, but also, Lily should be at uni by now. Like, why is she still here? Like, they've skipped ahead so many episodes. Like, oh, yeah, because if she was going to go to uni, they would have done, like, an episode around her yeah. going to uni. But then why did she go to summer camp? The fuck else? This show. Um, they just don't know how to write for anyone under... Well, they don't know how to write characters full stop, but especially for people under, like... 30 years old. Or non-binary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rock is talking about being the casting. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Then Seema and Carrie are on the phone. And then Seema's like, you're a pushover. Like me. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, just because she kind of just set up a second date with someone. is not making a pushover. Then T- Seema's talking about dating at this age and how rough it is. And she's like, um, going to um, going back to the pump and dump man with his little cock pumpy machine she's like at this age can you really be that picky carrie's waiting for george um then george's card is declined um and then carrie's just sat like in the background while his car's declined like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
You, the reason, you made him go to the, like, Olsen twins, like, own hospital. Like, yeah. this hospital's well expensive. <laughs> you just gave Eve, Enid 100k last week. Yeah. Like, I keep forgetting that Carrie's really, really rich. It's And she's like, she dresses so enriched in her little thing, minging fedora. Oh, yeah, of course, because she technically did cause the accident. So yeah. I know that I would just pay for it. I'd be so embarrassed. At least pay half. And, like, she's yeah. all kind of, like, stood in the back. like Because it kind of works when Carrie was skinned and spent all her money yeah. on shoes. But now that you know she's in her billions of dollars yeah it doesn't uh, she's just i don't know i feel like it's we've probably got the same spending habits as carrie and it's yeah just, uh, very odd yeah um and now you're talking about um the walk walk what's the strutter 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 shame the strut slush no what's the opposite of the walk of pride yeah whatever then she's talking about she loves one night stands a company she's got to this agent and not had a one night stand um, yeah, she's, yeah. Then Naya offers um, Andre's old music room for her to move into. Cute. Is yeah. This, is this the start of the lesbian arc we yeah, wanted? Yeah. This is, was this rumours? Was this like set and saying that they are going to end up together? No. So the, the original were supposed to end up together in the first season. Oh, okay. okay and then they, Cynthia Nixon was like, "This would. This is not realistic." As right, a queer okay. person. Okay. Um. I don't understand why she's rich enough. Just go back to work. Go get your own flat. She yeah. could afford her flat back in, like, what, 99. Completely fine. Had a maid. Had a cat. Um, why didn't she... all the time. How could she not afford a place to live now? It's just why so... Why didn't she, like, live with Charlotte when the kids were at, like, um, summer camp or something? Yeah, it's Three really months. Odd. Yeah, actually, no. Charlotte's probably got a bigger flat. Yeah, Charlotte's got a huge flat. Very odd. They just made Miranda so pathetic this season. It makes no sense to me. Um, Carrie's calling over at George. Um, and she's like, Oh, my God, your house is massive. I thought you were poor. Um, is this a train station or this is an air hangar? Um, then she carries up and out George with the presentation for his new app. Also, it's not big. It's just that, you know, when, like, in the 90s where they go to, like, dates houses, they all be the same, like, very sterile, white places with, like, massive works and modern art. All they've done San is Yeah, like San Pellegrino, like, just really 90s and just, like, really crap work of, like, art on the wall, like a black yeah. sofa. Um... They have such a cute chemistry, though. They do, yeah. Oh, uh, like three soups. Three soups, one cup. <laughs> <laughs> I said they don't fuck. Um, yeah, I kind of wanted her to, like, at least before the video call came. Because it's you, yeah, but... And then she's bitching about his finances. And she's like, oh, um, you were frantic on... And then, like, your credit card situation. It's like, stop shaming his finances. Yeah, especially because you fucking nearly killed him. Literally. pay for his medical bills. Yeah, you cunt. Hope you, you die. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably going to steal one of those artworks on the way out. Oh, yeah, definitely. The bitch. Um, the, yeah, George's, then George's um, business partner um, brings him his laundry. Then um, Carrie leaves. Um, she, so, like, they're just sitting on this sofa right now in this flat. And Carrie just looks so awkward, like... We've sit so we've literally seen a few like kind of like um kind of flirty scenes with the other characters in the show and there's like a lot going on, it's quite dynamic. With her she's just sitting there like a fucking lemon. Yeah. And um, he's got a broken arm and it just feels like they're both thirteen years old. I just do you think like it's kinda of more shocking when 
Sarah Jessica Parker like kisses or flirts with somebody because mm-hmm. it just seems like she's really doesn't really want to do it anymore. Oh yeah, so this I is think. exactly because when I was watching this scene, I was like, she just looks so done. Yeah, um, and it's like I think like, they look kind of compatible because they kind of look the same. I feel like um, awkward watching it. I feel like I'm watching my mom or something. Yeah, whereas sure. the other ones I don't. Yeah, and I think she's trying to act it to make it a bit more like um, what was it called that program? The American. No, no, like back in the sixties, like they the camping, like strictly go, not strictly go, but um, carry on films is. Oh, I love carry. Yeah, it's just kind of, oh, carry she's in carry on, carry oh, on, carry, carry. Um, Miranda and Che eating in spicy view, so Miranda stays awake from the spice. Miranda wearing white at a yeah. Then Che's discussing about their pilot being tested, or not the pilot, like, we don't know if the pilot's being tested, or they've recorded more than one episode, like, surely they have, they were there for ages. Yeah. Um, then um, Che makes a joke about, oh, make sure you don't get spice in my pussy. The curry lingus. Curry lingus. Um, Miranda's, like, saying she might move into um, Andre's old music room. Like, she feels like she's cramping Che's style, which is so sad. Like, no, Che is cramping Miranda's style. Che, you're fucking I'm sorry, but if someone said that to me, like, if someone was like, if I said, I'm cramping your style, and they'd be like, yeah, you are, then they don't like me. Yeah. If they were like, no, you're not cramping my style, we'll make sure, I'll maybe have people in the next, or we'll go out to a bar, like, I'll play my Nintendo Switch on the fucking street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's just a bit, it's just so... We'll get to this a bit, but in the writer's room, they're, like, trying to paint... Ch- the audience has been quite mean to Che, but they've written Che to be such a difficult character to like. Yeah. So. Yeah, like... Meh. Charlotte and Rocco on the shoe. The stylist. And, like, the stylist is not dressed well enough to be a stylist. IMO. But maybe a stylist for Ralph Lauren, so... <laughs> Uh, Charlotte's like, oh, they're more vintage for Lauren. I'm a model. Charlotte should be a model in this campaign. Fuck rock. Yeah, and they say it's a it's a family photo shoot, but if it was a family photo shoot, they would have people over the age of sixteen. Exactly. Not these faggots. Yeah, Miranda's now shopping for secondhand single beds. That's how low her life has got. Yeah. Thank you, Che. Thank you for brewing. Like a single mattress, a bed would cost like literally hundred and fifty pounds. Literally. Why are they going secondhand? Um And then Sarah Jessica Parker wearing this hat with a little feather. Yeah, her Philip Tracy vibe is kind of going a bit thin for me. I'm not really feeling it anymore. Yeah, I feel like she needs to wear, like, um, a handkerchief around her neck that feels more curry, not the side berry with flowers on. Yeah, it's very beige. Her and Miranda have dressed very beige quite a lot in these, uh, in, and just like that. Um, and, and it's just kind of, they giving up? Miranda's hair looks greasy as fuck in this. <laughs> Miranda's wearing so many browns. Yeah. Brownstone. Because it would be so much more exciting if they were walking through this really beige and brown charity shop looking really bright and vibrant. Yeah. They're just a bit muted. Yeah. Um, All of the... I think all of the colours, especially Carrier, feel very muted. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, build colours at all. Yeah. And then we go on... Weirdly juxtaposed with Back to Rock in the studio and she's just up there full of, like, um... Full of beans, full of energy, full of youth, dressed in like vibrant oranges and blues. Let's just skip this whole scene, I just don't care. Oh, so so we've got the whole scene with Rock. 
uh, on the back of the Boreen Brown charity shop and Rock is just full of like beans, like, um, trampoline, bouncing up and down, like really colourful. Um, the main vehicle of this storyline is just to prove that Charlotte is the fun parent. Oh. Boring storyline alert. Give Charlotte a job. Give Charlotte a job. Give Sean a fair. Give Sean became... new kids. Do something. This was such a boring storyline. What was it for? I imagine she became like a momager or something. Yeah, it's. It, I hope it's gonna like be a big for something else because it just was a bit random. The only good thing that came out was Harry with hair. Yeah, <laughs> Harry with hair. Ring me. Add me in Instagram, please. Uh, but he was a bit. He was in nonce territory at one point when he was like, "Hey, hey, kids, what's gonna be in the background? Yeah. Is it gonna be like sex, drugs, and rock and roll?" It's like. Surely you would not be able to think about your child in front of a screen with sexual stuff on it. So the non the nonce patrol is out for that one. Then we're I think this is like probably the most. Uh... This is a yeah. This is an interesting scene. Is, uh, I know this I can't believe most, like... I cannot believe I'm saying that with a sh- about a scene with Che in it. But this is an interesting scene. I feel like but this is the most controversial scene. Um, Che's watching through like. Um, a single, what's it called? Like a mirror. A one-way mirror. One-way mirror. Um, these people feeding back on, Homie closer, Tony Dancer. Tony Dancer's getting great feedback. And then all these Brooklyn queers are like, <laughs> I'm an old man. She <laughs> is gay. She is lame. No, so yeah, it's really funny. It's like, what do you think? Oh, we love Tony Danza. He's just amazing. Yeah, like, yeah, do, yeah. Do we love Tony Danza? And then you know it's coming, that, and then everyone's a bit quiet, and then, yeah, one said queer Brooklynite is, um, who's wearing a croc, a croc t-shirt. t-shirt! Maybe they scouted rock. Oh my god, definitely. At the park. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's, like, it's just phony, it's sanitised, it's performative, it's cheesy ass, which is what we've been saying from day one. Yeah, it's a um, very meta scene, like, this yeah. is the, this is the Michael Patrick King being like, fuck you, I'm keeping mm. this character in. And, like, funnily enough, this is kind of reminds me of the Kardashians, their new series. I don't think anyone's really watched anymore. But the first, like, scene, Kim's like, we've had all this feedback. There's, like, nothing going on in, like, season two. So season three, we're bringing up more drama. Um, we're bringing back Scott. And then they, like, just, like, reference exactly. Like, they just come straight to camera and, like, this and this and this and this is what's wrong with the show. And we're going to give you this. Uh, but, like, weirdly with this, like, the... I don't know, it just feels a bit lazy, like... But it's really, like... So it's really interesting that you said about the Kardashians, because they're so self-aware, but they won't do what they need to do to fix it with the Kardashians. <laughs> they won't give away more, because it's not... They don't want to... Yeah, or yeah, it's yeah. Not, uh, they're just boring now, or it's just not um, financially clever to do that, because they've got so many, like, things to think about. They can't be dramatic or mm-hmm. over top or rude anymore, because it'll affect their business ventures. With this, Mike, so in the podcast, Mike Patrick was like, oh, this is like, um, everyone just gave us such bad feedback on Che, and like, Che is a strong, independent, interesting character that we just wanted to kind of like, kind of bring that into this. But it's like, well, Che wasn't a strong, int- no one saw that, they just saw Che as kind of like breaking up Miranda's character, uh, yeah, Miranda's character in marriage, and also just being a bit mean to Miranda as well. Like, yeah. if it was like chemistry was there, and like, oh, actually, like, oh, we loved Mar- Miranda and Steve, and then like, Miranda just moved on to pastures new because the person was just so amazing, it would work. But Chase just so badly written, and that's on them because it's not about Chase being non binary or different or a very shit comedian. It's about them mm. just making them a bad person. They're just a really rude, like in the scene before when they eat curry and. And then Miranda says she wants to move out. And Jay's like, yeah, 
cool. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But that's just not what a nice person does in a relationship that seemingly lasts every year at this point. So we're we kind of thinking like maybe they're intentionally making Trey into a bit of an arsehole but slightly humanising them this season yeah. maybe there was this really funny tweet somebody said um, so instead of taking the very valid criticisms of the awful creative choice that is New York that is new Miranda and Trey they film them that's a scene where they rec- weaponize the character's identity mm-hmm. and make the audience out to be the bad guys Trey is just misunderstood i.e. Trey will stay yeah and like um then there was like another tweet and it was like, of course this episode was directed by Cynthia Nixon, the very same person who both made Miranda do a complete 180 in her career, life, personality and sexuality, and who suggested Sarah for the role of Che Diaz. Cynthia needs to take her personal life out of the show. Mm, and like, yeah, I think I like on Sarah Ramos is putting that so much of their like life into the show as well. And it's like becoming such a distraction now. Like this character wasn't supposed to be a massive plot in and just like that. And now they're, like, really tainting the show. Oh, wow. Yeah, because Sarah Ramirez was named more, like, for Beating Grey's Anatomy, wasn't, weren't they? So, yeah, 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 So yeah, it's yeah. quite interesting that um, the big, the next big role is something that just could yeah. break their career, which is not okay. Yeah, maybe that's why Nixon, they were like, oh, we feel bad, like, let's maybe yeah, write them a lot Yeah, with Cynthia Nixon, that she's got so much, um, she's obviously got Miranda under about for so long. Um, it's just... Bad. And it's so mean to like say to the audience that they're wrong because yeah. the good story you just don't do that. Yeah, I like I, I kind of like to, but yeah. Um, then uh, Miranda's like trying to cheer up Che at this smoking a doobie. Doobie. Um, and then Miranda's like trying to cheer up them and like uh, blah blah blah. This is like I feel like this Miranda is so Cynthia Nixon in this episode. She's like so like. <laughs> She's so annoying. Somebody punched Cynthia Nixon this. in the face. Miranda isn't this. It's just so silly. It's just, Miranda's not this person. And there's like seven hot sauces in that fridge door. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> but the same version of the hot sauce. Che Passa. Che Passa. And then also like Che saying, how can I afford this apartment anymore? Like my TV show didn't get picked up. Why are you renting this really expensive apartment when your TV show hasn't even been picked up yet? Like? Yeah, just rent it out. Babe, yeah. Supply this show. Um, is this is question mark? Is this the downfall of Che? Dot dot dot. Um, then it kind of also Miranda was with. It's really interesting because like you think that people do change over time, but the way you love someone is kind of like on the way you. If you are in love with someone, it will be the same. Was Miranda ever like this with Steve? Like she kind of just kept Steve at such an arm's length and would never be like. Um, when she was like pandering to Che a bit, like, oh no, your show's great, you're yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She would never do with Steve. If Steve's like bar was flopping, I don't. Would you? Well, she encouraged him to open the bar, but then another girlfriend like got him to open the bar. But then I think that just kind of also like um, shows that Steve and Miranda were never supposed to be together. Oh, okay. like Michael Patrick King always said, like they weren't ever really like. Because you remember, like, the one, like, episode, she says that Steve isn't a core shaker. Oh. And they always reference this in the Writer's Room podcast. They're like, those suggestions have always been there that Miranda and Steve weren't meant to be together. Like, Miranda never really wanted Brady. 
That's no, but then I watched one episode and like they were talking about back in Sex and City, like like episode, like season four or something. She's like, I'm just so content. I love washing like Steve, yeah, laundry and stuff. Because then Mar- that's so the best confusing. of both worlds. Then Miranda was a shit hot lawyer, a shit hot mom, and just could find like the joy in the banality of life. Like putting a podcast on or going on a food shop or doing your washing is just nice. It's like the most yeah. exciting world. With that, with like her now, it's kind of like she's just fighting for a love that is just like not. Yeah. She's jobless. She's kind of like getting a bit older and not really finding herself, and then in a bit of a dead end relationship. I think, and she's um, just not Miranda at all. In yeah, I think Miranda kind of wants is good like being like the the boss gal in the relationship, and when yeah. like and then she, now she has no job, and she is kind of like the breadwinner. It's like a funny dynamic for her to be in, and like you can like even see it. You know. Oh yeah, so like she's like just kind of assimilated into this kind yeah. of world versus like, like fighting it. Yeah, I think so. But we also sick of Che. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they're going to break up, actually. Yeah, it would be nice. Is there a spoiler to say they will be breaking up? Or? Well, like, just because of what they said in the podcast, they said they skipped this three months ahead because they didn't want people to break up really quick, like, in a short space of time. Oh, Carrie's had about seven men in this Carrie's space of time. Yeah, yeah Carrie's pussy so loose. Um, I'm not really asked to talk about this yeah. Oh, yeah, so we're finally to wrap up where Seema is with her fella again. And actually, no, it's a valid point because I think a lot of women would understand that uh, men usually finish quicker than they do. Um, and it's just kind of touching on that. Regardless yeah, Seema's of age, pulled out a vibrator. Uh, the pocket rockets come out and Seema's finishing herself off. And it's quite interesting that he's quite close-minded because I feel like men are very happy with like including toys in their kind of thing. Uh, but maybe it's just a friend that he couldn't do it, but then if yeah. he was too busy thinking about his nettle gin. Um, and it seems very much in a Samantha Jones era, like Seema's just been yeah. written in at this episode to kind of like fill that placeholder of Samantha. But I think oh, I've, bitched, I've bitched about how Seema's been written in the past episodes, and actually this was quite... Um, it was alright. It was, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, it, you <laughs> the can't... guy should have been hotter. The guy should have been hotter, and there should have been a bit of a... That scene just didn't really hit properly because she just it pulls out a vibrator out of nowhere and it was just a bit quick it, there was no kind of like pace to it yeah um so it was a rela- it's a relatable subject but not executed well in my humble opinion yeah definitely uh from one bed this is why we need a voiceover like from one yeah. bed in um Seema's dick pump boyfriend from, to my one, my handicapped <laughs> boyfriend, George. <laughs> From one toy to one toy boy. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Is he a toy boy? Bring back the voiceover, Bring please. Back. Yeah. Bring back my girl. I love it. She's getting shagged in this like massive satin tent shirt. Like, yeah, she's uh, very witchy. Yeah, this looks she, like she took her from the yeah. Hocus Pocus set. Yeah, there's a very witchy vibe going with SJP. It's she's very, very she's all, she's, this entire season she's dressed like she's in autumn. Yeah, for sure. There's just layers and layers and layers, layers of fabric. Layers, layers and layers of, of fabric. Nothing beige, on the eyes. Beige yeah. and brown. <laughs> yeah, beige brown. Um, then um, Georgia's partner, business partner, business calls them. And then Carrie's in the bed, and so this awkward situation, and he's trying to get rid of her, uh, trying to get rid of him. Um, it's really funny that the business partner looks exactly the same. So it's like, are they going to start an emotional affair with a business partner? 
Maybe um, they're just like, maybe they're just going to start swinging. Because he, he lays their phone down next to her on the bed, so it kind of was like a bit like a, quite poetic, that there's another man in the relationship because there's another man in the bed. Oh, yeah. But it technically is on like a FaceTime call. It's um, quite funny. Yeah, it, it is. It, it just feels like every every episode just feels like a different show, like compared to last yeah, week. So like, this one just feels a bit more like <laughs> versus... Yeah. A, very, a lot going on just like see if it like throw it against a wall and see if it sticks kind of vibe um because season one episode five is when is it like tragically hip is that when yeah, oh yeah that's when it started that's getting a the bit more really good episode yeah. like nothing really there's no like high stakes drama in this episode apart from Che but nobody cares about Che yeah and like there kind of needs to be a bit something dramatic happening with like Miranda and like something really funny happening at the same time that's why Tragically Hit was such a good episode, I think. Mm. Um, then Carrie's, like, running away, and she's like, oh, I know you took single in your hospital form, but you're married to your partner. Yeah, they love it. The thing is, that, do you know what? I think they put all their brain power into that last few lines just to, like, <laughs> wrap it up into a cute little bow. Because everything else is just a bit like, okay. Yeah. The only thing that worked for me in this episode was that it's set in autumnal New York around like Halloween, which I think was really charming. Uh, everyone looked great. Um, yeah. And it was nice to see like a mix of people, um, even though I do miss LTW because I'm LTW stand, even though you're not. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then Carrie's like, oh. And then, no, George is like, oh, no, we're more like Lennon and McCartney. And then Carrie's like, oh, that kind of makes me Yoko. That's not even true. The Beatles broke up because of Yoko Ono. It doesn't make any sense, that line. No, but like she's trying to, she would be getting in the way and breaking up the partnership. Oh, mm. yeah. It's still, no, it's still not making any sense. Yeah. Uh, then the, and just like that, the episodes, and just like that, me and George were over. And then she's like, and I got back on my bike. Yeah, she's like. <laughs> I wish they were referenced Halloween or something, like, and just like that. Um, I was killed by the scream. Like, ghoulish, yeah. Um, what do you give this episode out of Doggy Treats? Oh, the Richard Burton the Richard Burton. Oh, my God, we've been robbed of Dr- Richard Burton oh, this episode. Oh, yeah, maybe that's why, yeah, maybe that's why I was a bit like, ooh. Also, I've watched this episode four times in the space of two hours, so I'm a bit, ooh. Um, I would give this episode, actually, so it's interesting, because I went on IMDb for the last episode, like, all the episodes were consistently, like, three stars out of ten and then the last week's episode was like five and five point seven so i was Ooh. like oh what a massive jump but still to be five point seven stars or something ridiculous like that did you it's want crazy. this house or is it GBC? i no i didn't look today but i think i would i would probably plant it as a solid between five point five and six out of ten. Because oh. so. last episode i gave it six to half but i think i was i think i was too drunk yeah, yeah. i think i probably <laughs> give it i think i give it maybe a six yeah, it, it, I think it looks so, like we said, Cynthia Nixon directed this episode and it does look really aesthetically pleasing yeah. and it was quite cute. Loads of different scenes, uh, loads of different things going on and it kind of was a bit uh, Sex and the City-esque with the, like, the yeah. apartments, the parks and stuff going on. We'll but that. with the storylines, they are just based on frivolous nonsties there's no the characters aren't just being like their characters they're no, just randomers like you tune into this like a uh, show every week and like i just don't know what to expect because this character is just not fully fleshed out or or funny funny or interesting or someone i'm like oh like if you watch succession or like other shows you're like oh yeah i kind of expect it but this is like oh she's just gonna wear like a beige satin dress and just be ridiculous what 
I so for me so far season one's been better than season two. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Especially by this episode, Tragic the Hip was like I think probably my favorite, and just like that episode has been. Yeah. And like Big Diane, and like there was just more stakes in it. Uh, and where yeah, season two, there wasn't right. actually that many yeah. stakes really. I quite like that they fleshed out the extra characters a bit more. So maybe that's why I'm a bit more yeah, pro that's season true. two. That there's less like all gags and stuff, but like. Um, I'm glad we have just... like Enid in it and um, Bitsy. Yeah. Maybe they just need to bring another one of those characters into like give some camp. Yeah, for sure. And more Anthony. I think the scenes that Anthony, we had today, yeah. Anthony, like the whole kind of like, oh, the shower scene and then like him being a cheeky devil. That, yeah. That's really funny to me. It's cute. Bring um, more gays into this show. Yeah, true. Yeah. It's, it, they, meet, they needed like um, a. What was Carrie's friend called again? Um, Stanford, yeah. Stanford, yeah. They need like a Stanford replacement. That was so good. Yeah. Stanford was fab, and I think like they've R-I-P. got Seema to kind of replace uh, Samantha Jones, but Samantha was so high camp that you need like yeah. so many more people to do that role. So, what's happening with Aiden? Is Aiden fucking ever coming I into the show? Aiden, yeah, I'm surprised. But then we discussed it earlier, and I thought it was ten episodes, and you said it was going to be eleven. Apparently, it's eleven episodes. Yeah. So, um, I don't think I could stand Aiden for six episodes. So yeah. maybe it's a good thing that they've like laid off. But then I also thought that with um this fella coming in, it'd be like a kind of like a who would I choose of Aiden and him? Yeah, because they look bad. quite similar. But then they wrote him out really quick. Um, so. why they keep writing things in and out so quickly? Mm-hmm. It's so frustrating. Like, but with sex the, the podcast seat. in and out, then like that podcast host boyfriend in and out. Yeah. Now George in and out. Because it kind of works in Sex and the City because, like, that's what dating is like in your 30s. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, no one's got a tolerance for it. You just want to find the one. You just go through all these dates. But with this, it's just kind of, like... Like, he, he had, like, a stable. valid reason. He, like, had, like, a business proposal and he, like, hadn't yeah. done it. And it's, like, you would just be like, okay, I'll just hang out with you once the business proposal's you, done. Yeah, like, it's literally in two days yeah. that it's going to be over. And they could have, like, such a nice... Like, I know friends, like, um, Maybe who are dating men who are really, like, in, like, quite high energy careers and like it's just like for the summer and then in the winter we know it's just gonna yeah. chill and it's just a different relationship through the seasons who cares this is um, why carrie needs to get a job like she's obviously bored out of her mind yeah this is the thing miranda and carrie both need a job so does charlotte yeah but with charlotte i guess with charlotte she kind of was always gonna actually you know yeah i agree charlotte was the most but at iconic. least it makes more sense for her not to have a job yeah like she's still she, i feel like with charlotte like we do slate but she's still actually got quite an inch like Funny storyline and Harry she's is probably like, my her favorite. and Harry are likable. She's probably my favorite from the original girls now. Yeah, agreed. Which I'm so shocked by. Yeah, <laughs> and she's just silly, like she's just kitschy camp silly, and that's quite fun to watch. Versus Miranda and um, Carrie are too earnest to be yeah. kitschy and fun, um, but then they've got nothing else going for them. Yeah. So, oh. underwhelming, well. uh. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ciao, ciao. Um, Richard Burton says, I'll be back next week. Ruff, Sorry. Ruff. He had to go on holiday. <laughs> labels of love. Shopping for labels. Shopping for love. <laughs>